welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Sigoy. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. So today, I want to talk about information overload when it comes to the vegan fitness space. Beginning a lot of messages from people that are having a hard time filtering through all the information that is out there in order to um, help people become healthier and fitter. So today, I want to help you again, just break through all of that um, and just give you some simple guidelines to make your transformation your next step easy because. I don't know for you, but I tend to be an overanalyzer when there's a lot of information in front of me. I used to just be frozen and not know where to go because I feel like there's probably five, six different paths that I could be taking that I'm not too sure um, if they would actually work and if they were to work or if I picked the wrong one, I would just feel bad that I didn't pick the right one in the first place. So one thing that has served me really well in my life um, and that has allowed me to progress tremendously and achieve success in multiple areas is to take imperfect action. You've heard me say this very often, um, but I realized that this overanalyzing of information was preventing me from actually progressing forward and I was just left in the same position year after year Maybe you can relate to that. You know, you want to lose 20, potentially 40 pounds, and then you start diving into um, vegan nutrition, into research, into fitness, and then there's so much information that you don't do anything. And the next year, you're still, you still need to lose that 20 to 40 pounds. Now you're just more overwhelmed with all the information that is out there. And so today I want to help you cut through the noise and tell you a little secret from the fitness industry and the fitness space is that it's not that complicated. Right. I know there's a lot of studies coming. I know there's a lot of things that people are saying online. But if you really look down at the core of what people are saying behind all the fancy branding, you need to move your body. If you want to just be healthy, you can go hiking, do yoga, you can go for runs, you can do all that fun stuff. If your goal is to see a shift in body composition, meaning you want to get stronger, you want to build muscle, you want to, again, build muscle, lose fat, that is what's considered a shift in body composition, you need to be strength training. There is no way around that. It's the core foundation of being able to achieve a shift in body composition. And so at a minimum, three times a week, at a maximum, I would say five times a week, because past that, it's, it's a little bit too much and your body's really tired. Um, and then, so I, I just want to say at the end of all this, I'm going to give you some clear guidelines of where to get started, but just from a training standpoint, be physically active, move your body by doing things that you enjoy. If one of your goals happens to be shifting your body composition, you need some strength training in there, right? If you want to have a strong heart, do things that train your heart. If you like cycling, swimming, running, rollerblading, hiking, whatever it may be, do that thing because you need to enjoy what you are doing. It's that simple. Don't worry about what type of zone you should be training in. Don't worry about like, should you do hit? How long should your rest be? All that fun stuff. Just go and have fun for now, right? You just need to get started. If you're diving into zone training, if you're diving into a little bit more of the structure when it comes to cardiovascular ex type exercise, 
that means that you have a desire to train for performance and to compete. I'll be honest with you, if you're not looking to compete in any specific sport, don't worry about zone training, right? It, it won't change too much for you. That is simply there if you want to improve, for example, in a sport of triathlon or marathon or cycling or cycling or swimming or things like that. So again, from a cardiovascular standpoint, just have fun, just move your body. From a body composition standpoint, strength training. And then from a nutrition standpoint, there are key rules that have always been there for nutrition. You cannot lose weight when you are in a calorie surplus. You cannot gain weight um, if you're dive, if you're an actual calorie deficit. And you'll see why I use the word actual a little bit later on in the podcast episode. But you can't lose weight if you're in a surplus. That is a, a key rule. You cannot lose weight if you're at maintenance calorie. Now that range of maintenance varies for everyone. All of you have different um let's say lifestyle obligations. Some of you work at a computer all day. Some of you are just up and, and work, you're working in construction. You're in the field moving around all the time. Uh, some of you have a bit more active, some less active jobs. Some of you are parents. So you're running around for the kids' activities. Some of you are just chilling at home watching Netflix. So you all have different energy expenditures per day. Uh, and then the other part is obviously taking into account your age, your metabolism, and the amount of muscle mass you have on your body. The more muscle mass you have, the higher your calorie burn would be per day because you need more calories to sustain the quality weight that you have on, which, which would be the muscle. So big part, right? Super simple strength training minimum three times a week. Second, do cardiovascular exercise that you enjoy. Even if you're looking to build muscle, you can have the biggest biceps, the biggest chest, the biggest booty. Uh, if your heart's not strong, you're going to die early. So you need to train your heart regardless of what your goal is. And then third, being in calorie deficit, and then the fourth one is simply hit your protein metrics. Again, if your goal is to not improve your body composition and you just want to be healthy, there's a lot of recommendations looking at the, some of the studies that Dr. Michael Greger shared, 0.8 gram per kg of body weight. That is more than enough for you to be healthy. But if you're actively looking to improve your body composition, there do needs to be a bigger emphasis on the amount of protein that you eat. And I promise you're going to see a difference in terms of your strength, energy in the gym and how your body is actually shifting. So for that range, you're looking at a 1.2 gram to two gram per kg of body weight, All right? So keeping it basic for you to get started, eat between 1.2 gram to two gram per kg in a body weight, being in a calorie deficit, strength training minimum three times a week, and do cardiovascular exercise that you actually enjoy. Boom. That is all you need, right? So if you follow, if you start that and you follow that, you will start heading in the direction that you want for you to become a fit vegan. So now the next layer of that is we can start optimizing a little bit more of these sequences. So from a cardiovascular standpoint, if you want to become better, you can increase slightly the intensity or the duration. For example, if you're doing a hike, you can hike a little bit longer. If you're cycling, you can cycle a little bit harder for the same time frame. right? There's many ways to increase intensity. From a strength training component, the biggest thing that is going to matter is progressive overload. So if you're not familiar with the term, progressive overload is where you basically add a little bit more of a new stressor every single month. So let's just say on month one, you do three sets of 12 reps, then maybe three sets of 10 reps. On the second month, you can do three sets of 12 reps. On the fourth month, you can do four sets of 10 reps and then four sets of 12 reps. 
and then you can play around then go into a different mu type of muscle fiber all right so i know the rep range and all that can get complex but the base component is for you to just increase the intensity either through sets or reps every single month to challenge the body because the main thing you got to know about strength training is your body will not change if you're not forcing it to change your body only wants to stay neutral in homeostasis it just wants to stay balanced and so if it doesn't have to adapt to anything it simply won't because it's not necessarily essential to its survival because it can live in its current environment of what you're currently lifting and training as so what that means is when there's more pressure than the usual because your body wants to survive and it thinks that that's the environment that it needs to live in in order to survive it will become stronger and you create that by adding more sets every single month or more sets or changing the type of muscle fiber that you are training, right? And again, if you want to have a better understanding of how to tweak your training and you think that it's too complex, well, it is to a certain degree, like you need to get your personal training certification to be able to understand that. So if you're trying to have a better understanding of how to train yourself, well, you have to do what the people that do this for a living do, and that is get your personal training certification so that you can get the knowledge to be able to do that, right? And then on the flip side for nutrition, you know, there's key fundamental rules like we talked about, hitting your protein, making sure your calorie deficit. The other one is the quality of your food and the diversity of your food. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably plant-based or transitioning to plant-based. You want to focus on diversity. Diversity is extremely important in terms of your gut health. It's going to help with your mood, your digestion, your recovery. It's going to help with absolutely everything. And if you're not familiar with um, the gut microbiome and all this beautiful world that it includes, I recorded an awesome podcast with Dr. B, which should probably be within the last 10 episodes that I recorded. Um, I post three every week, so it's, it's a little bit further back. It's a few weeks back, basically, from when you're hearing this episode. Awesome interview with them talking about the gut microbiome, how to optimize it, the importance of, of plant diversity and, and all that fun world and everything that it includes. So you want to focus on diversity and you focus on quality of food, right? Because you can hit your calories with eating Oreos and vegan ice cream and bread all the time, which again, nothing wrong with some bread from time to time, but you don't want to make that the base of your calories. You want to focus on eating whole food, plant-based, and making sure that you hit your protein with foods like uh, tofu, tempeh, natto, some edamame, some lentils, some beans, and foods like that. Personally, not a fan of seitan, doesn't sit well with me, and some of the fake meats, from time to time, it's fine. You just don't want to have a reliance on it. And when you actually do the math for the 1.2 gram to 2 gram per kg of body weight that you're supposed to be eating, you realize that it's actually not that much protein. It's actually fairly easy to hit uh, with some tofu, tempeh, beans, lentils, and some of those more whole food-centric uh, uh, protein sources. So that is the second layer of complexity, right? And ultimately, I think that's all you need to know if you want to become healthier. Now, if you use this approach, you will see amazing progress over time, right? The thing is, if you do it on your own, and that's the truth, which is the reason why I have mentors in my life, if you do it on your own and you adjust and tweak your timeline for you to reach the goal that you have, whether that is to shift your body composition by losing 10 pounds, whether that is to train for a marathon, whether that is to lose 20, 40, 60, 80 pounds, your timeline will be longer in order for you to reach it simply because you don't have the knowledge that a personal trainer would have, that a nutritionist would have, that someone that's coached over 500 
um, vegans would have in terms of psychological tricks to help you become more adherent to the game plan. So that's why I see the value in having a coach. That's why I am a coach. And that's why I have multiple coaches in my life to help shorten the timeline of the goals that I have. So when you have a, a coach, instead of it taking you six months, potentially a year to figure out how to lose the 20 pounds, which again, if it takes you a year, there's nothing wrong with that. What is a year of your entire lifetime? There's absolutely nothing wrong with it because ultimately you're going to be healthy. You're going to be active. And you'd be able to improve the quality of your life. So like if it, even if it takes you a year, that's an amazing timeline. But if you come, for example, with us, you would lose the 20 pounds in three months. And in the additional three months after we reverse diet you where we'd be able to add a thousand plus calories to your daily food intake to sustain the 20 pound fat loss to ensure that the 20 pounds never comes back on. Right. So with a coach, you basically shorten your timeline because we have efficient systems and know how to get you there in a specific time frame. But when you're on your own, you have to figure it out, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. I simply believe that there's multiple things that I want to accomplish in my life. And having a coach or a mentor has always allowed me to shorten the time frame and decrease the degree of, um, I would say, complexity and anxiety that I would feel towards trying to achieve a goal. Because at the end of the day, it's basically the equivalent of your goal is the top of a mountain and there's no path in front of you. And so I don't know if you've ever gone down, like trying to climb a mountain with no path, but there's branches everywhere, uneven rocks. You can slide. You don't know if it's a safe path for you to actually go down on. And then you're climbing, you're scrambling, you're trying to get to the top, trying to make your own way. And that's what a lot of people tend to do with their fat loss and transformations when there's experts like myself, which I'm like, hey, I have a beautifully paved path for you to get to the top. You just have to do follow. You just have to go right and then do this. And I'll tell you exactly how to get there. And it's a beautifully paved path, right? It's going to decrease the degree of um, obviously complexity, how hard it's going to be. It's going to decrease the timeline. And I personally believe that it makes it a lot more enjoyable instead of you having to figure out, scramble, fall off track. And then it takes you a month to get back on track because you can't believe that you've fallen off track. So um, just want to put that out there that having a coach has a has its merit um and that's why i have how many coaches do i have now probably have like i probably have four or five coaches in my life for various different areas and i have two of them for the same area so i i highly believe that there there's benefit in that so to go back to the topic at hand of over complexifying information just just those two layers that you need to worry about and ultimately you taking imperfect action will allow you to figure out what works great right? Try something, try eating 1.2 gram to two gram per kg of body weight for your protein. Maybe you eat 1.2 and you don't feel that strong in the gym. And then maybe if you go to like 1.6, you're like, oh my God, I can lift more weights. I actually feel stronger. I feel like I can lift more. Well, that's awesome. Then eat that amount of protein. And then for your calories, if you eat a certain amount of calories and your goal is to lose weight and you're not losing weight, you need to go a little bit more of a deficit, right? Your body will give you the feedback as to how it is responding to what you're asking it to do. So if you're supposed to eat 2,500 calories to be in deficit and you're eating it and you're not losing weight and you're actually tracking properly, like all the sauces and toppings that you're adding, then go to 2,300. Are you losing weight? No, maybe 2,100 calories. Promise you eventually you will lose weight and it's not a fair game. And I say this because some people will be like, well, I have to eat so much less than this other person to lose weight. That's the cards that you've been dealt.
right? Like, what do you want to do about it? You can complain that your metabolism is slower. There's a way to solve that through through reverse dieting that we can we can help you with. Um, but ultimately, you have to deal with the cards that have been dealt to you. And so once you've dealt with the cards that have been dealt to you, then you can actually progress, right? Because I see so many people like, my metabolism is so slow, I can't lose weight. Well, I'm like, hey, you've created it through trying to lose weight in a multitude of bad ways before. We either need to solve it or go along with it and then solve it after. But ultimately, you complaining will not solve the problem. So you actually need to um, take imperfect action and just progress and make those adjustments as you go along. So to recap, cardiovascular activity that you enjoy, strength training minimum of three times a week, uh, and you want to ensure that there's progression in that every single month, either through increasing a set or a rep or changing the type of muscle fiber that you're training. Um, the third one is obviously going to be your nutrition. So you want to make sure you're in a calorie deficit, you're hitting your protein, you're focusing on quality of your food and diversity. So diversity is you buy a whole pack of you buy zucchini, carrots, onions, mushrooms, bell peppers, and all of that. You cut all of them, put them in a container, and every night you just make a stir fry with them, right, for one week. And then the next week, you buy different types of vegetable. You make a stir fry mix with it. You make a salad mix with it. It doesn't necessarily have to for you to eat different vegetables and fruits every single day because that's way too overwhelming. And honestly, if you buy uh, a bunch of carrots, like you won't be able to, again, have some variety for a month with it. It'll probably last you for like two weeks and you don't want to eat all of them in one go. So you want to be able to spread out over two weeks. So if you eat all the same vegetables, a variety of them, like I explained for a stir fry mix for your dinner every night, that's fine. The next week, just make different vegetables for your stir fry, right? Don't, there's no need to overcomplicate it. It's actually very simple. And if you're the ones that you're already doing all of these steps and you've reached a plateau and you don't know what adjustments to make, that is where a coach comes in. So if that's you, there's a link down below where you can book your free consultation call. We'd love to see where you're at and what we need to change in order to get you to your goal. We have a solution for you, I promise. Um, and for those of you that haven't started yet, start with those guidelines before you even book um, a call with us. Or if you just want to have a shorter timeline to reach your goal, then go ahead and book a call. But if you just want to give it a shot on your own, I highly recommend you do because you'll start developing those habits, right? So that's what, I'll leave, that's what I want to leave you guys with on this podcast episode. I hope it was valuable. Uh, be sure to stay tuned because we put out three podcasts per week and it put a lot of time and effort into making sure that those are going to be valuable for your own transformation for your life. Because again, I'm on a mission to help 10,000 vegans get lean, thrive, and disease-proof their bodies by 2033. And I want you to be one of them. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will see you in the next one. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.